O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, August 16. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph, there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is 20 minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Ki Tetzi, and it means, when you go out. Deuteronomy 22, 1-15 If you see your fellow's ox or sheep gone astray, do not ignore it. You must take it back to your fellow. If your fellow does not live near you, or you do not know who he is, you shall bring it home, and it shall remain with you until your fellow claims it. Then you shall give it back to him. You shall do the same with his donkey. You shall do the same with his garment. And so too shall you do with anything that your fellow loses and you find. You must not remain indifferent. If you see your fellow's donkey or ox fallen on the road, do not ignore it. You must help him raise it. A woman must not put on man's apparel, nor shall a man wear women's clothing, for whoever does these things is abhorrent to Hashem your God. If along the road you chance upon a bird's nest, in any tree or on the ground, with fledglings or eggs, and the mother sitting over the fledglings, or on the eggs, do not take the mother together with her young. Let the mother go, and take only the young, in order that you may fare well and have a long life. When you build a new house, 
you shall make a parapet for your roof, so that you do not bring blood guilt on your house if anyone should fall from it. You shall not sow your vineyard with a second kind of seed, else the crop from the seed you have sown, and the yield of the vineyard may not be used. You shall not plow with an ox and a donkey together. You shall not wear clothing combining wool and linen. You shall make tassels on the four corners of the garment with which you cover yourself. A man marries a woman and cohabits with her. Then he takes an aversion to her and makes up charges against her and defames her, saying, I married this woman, but when I approached her I found that she was not a virgin. In such a case the girl's father and mother shall produce the evidence of the girl's virginity before the elders of the town at the gate. Nehemiah 11, 1-12-26 The officers of the people settled in Jerusalem. The rest of the people cast lots for one out of ten to come and settle in the holy city of Jerusalem, and the other nine-tenths to stay in the towns. The people gave their blessing to all the men who willingly settled in Jerusalem. These are the heads of the province who lived in Jerusalem. In the countryside of Yehuda the people lived in their towns, each on his own property, Israelites, Kohanim, Leviim, temple servants, and the sons of Solomon's servants. While in Jerusalem some of the Judahites and some of the Benjamites lived. Of the Judahites, Athiah, son of Uziahu, son of Zechariah, son of Amariah, son of Shepatiah, son of Mahalalel, of the clan of Perez, and Messiah, son of Baruch, son of Kolhoza, son of Haziah, son of Adiah, son of Jorib, son of Zechariah, son of the Shilohite. All the clan of Perez who were living in Jerusalem, 468 valorous men, these are the Benjamites, Salu, son of Meshulam, son of Joad, son of Padiah, son of Koliah, son of Messiah, son of Itiel, son of Jesiah. After him, Gabbai and Salai, 928. Joel, son of Zikri, was the official in charge of them, and Yehuda, son of Hasanuah, was the second in command of the city. Of the Kohanim, Judea, son of Jorib, Jachin, Sariah, son of Ch- Hezekiah, son of Meshulam, son of Zadok, son of Merah, son of Ahitub, chief officer of the house of Hashem, and their brothers, who did the work of the house, 822. And Adiah, son of Jeroham, son of Palaliah, son of Amzi, son of Zechariah, son of Pasher, son of Malkijah, and his brothers, heads of clans, 242. And Amishai, son of Azarel, son of Azai, son of Meshilamoth, son of Immer, and their brothers, valorous warriors, 128. Zabdiel, son of Hagadolam, was the official in charge of them. Of the Leviim, Shemaiah, son of Hashub, son of Azikram, son of Hashabiah, son of Buni, and the Shabbatai and Jezebad of the heads of the Leviim were in charge of the external work of the house of Hashem. Madaniah, son of Micah, son of Zabdi, son of Asaph, was the head. At prayer, he would lead off with praise. 
and Bakbukiah, one of his brothers, was his second-in-command, and Abda, son of Shammua, son of Galal, son of Jehudan, all the Leviim in the holy city, 284, and the gatekeepers, Akub, Talman, and their brothers who stood watch at the gates, 172. And the rest of the Israelites, the Kohanim, and the Leviim, and all the towns of Yehuda lived, each on his estate. The temple servants lived on the offal. Ziha and Gishpah were in charge of the temple servants. The overseer of the Leviim in Jerusalem was Uzi, son of Bani, son of Hashabiah, son of Madaniah, son of Micah, of the Asaphite singers over the work of the house of Hashem. There was a royal order concerning them, a stipulation concerning the daily duties of the singers. Padahiah, son of Meshezabel, of the sons of Zerach, son of Yehuda, advised the king concerning all the affairs of the people. As concerns the villages with their fields, some of the Judahites lived in Kiriat Arba and its outlying hamlets, in Debon and its outlying hamlets, and in Jechabzeel and its villages, in Yeshua, in Moladah, and in Beth Pellet, in Hazarshual, in Beersheba, and its outlying hamlets, and in Ziglag, and in Mekona, and its outlying hamlets, in En Rimen, in Zora, and in Yarmut, Zanoach, Adulam, and their villages, Lachish, and its fields, Azekah, and its outlying hamlets. They settled from Beersheba to the valley of Hinnom. The Benjamites, from Geba, Michmash, Aijah, Bet-El, and its outlying hamlets, Anatot, Nav, Ananiah, Hazor, Ramah, Gitam, Hadid, Zebuim, Nibalat, Lod, Ono, Gi-Harashim. Some of the Judahite divisions of the Leviim were shifted to Benjamin. These are the Kohanim and the Leviim who came up with Zerubbabel, son of Shiltiel and Yeshua, Sariah, Yermiahu, Ezra, Amariah, Maluk, Hatush, Shekaniah, Rehum, Meramoth, Edo, Genethoi, Aviyah, Mijamin, Madia, Bilga, Shemaiah, Jorab, Jediah, Salu, Amok, Hezekiah, Jadia. These were the heads of the Kohanim and their brothers in the times of Yeshua. The Leviim, Yeshua, Benui, Kadmiel, Sherebiah, Yehuda, and Madaniah, in charge of thanksgiving songs, he and his brothers. And Bakubakia and Uni and their brothers served opposite them by shifts. Yeshua begot Joachim, Joachim begot Elishiv, Elisha begot Jehoiada, Jehoiada begot Jonathan, Jonathan begot Jadua. In the time of Joachim, the heads of the priestly clans were Moriah of the Sariah clan, Chananiah of the Yermiahu clan, Meshulam of the Ezra clan, Jehokanan of the Amariah clan, Jonathan of the Meliku clan, Yosef of the Shebaniah clan, Adna of the Harim clan, Helkai of the Merioth clan, Zechariah of the Edo clan, Meshulam of the Ginnathon clan, Zikri of the Avia clan, of the Miniamum clan, Piltai of the Madiah clan, Shamua of the Bilga clan, Jehonathan of the Shemaiah clan, Madani of the Jorob clan, Uzi of the Jediah clan, Kali of the Salai clan, 
Ever of the Amok clan, Hashabiah of the Chilkiahu clan, Nethanel of the Jediah clan. The Leviim and the Kohanim were listed by heads of clans in the days of El-Yashiv, Joida, Yochanan, and Jadua, down to the region of Darius the Persian. But the Levite heads of clans are listed in the book of the Chronicles to the time of Yochanan, son of El-Yashiv. The heads of the Leviim, Hashabiah, Sherebiah, Yeshua, son of Cadmiel, and their brothers served opposite them, singing praise and thanksgiving hymns by the ordinance of David, the man of Hashem, served opposite them in shifts. Madaniah, Bakukiah, Ovajah, Meshulam, Talman, Akub, guarding as gatekeepers by shifts at the vestibules of the gates. These were in the time of Joachim, son of Yeshua, son of Jazadok, and in the time of Nechemiah, the governor, and of Ezra, the Kohen, the scribe. 1 Corinthians 10, 14-33 Wherefore, my, Paul's dearly beloved, flee from idolatry, I speak as to wise men, judge what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Yeshua? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Yeshua? For we, being many, are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Behold Israel after the flesh. Are not they which eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar? What say I then? that the idol is anything, or that which is offered in sacrifice to idols is anything. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils, and not to God. I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Let no man seek his own, but every man another's wealth. Whatsoever is sold in shambles, that eat, asking no question for conscience' sake. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If any of them that believe not bid you to a feast, and you be disposed to go, whatsoever is set before you, eat, asking no question for conscience' sake. But if any man say to you, This is offered in sacrifice to idols, eat not for his sake that showed it, and for conscience' sake. For the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. Conscience, I say, not yours only, but of the other. For why is my liberty judged of another man's conscience? For if I by grace be a partaker, why am I evil spoken of for that which I give thanks? Therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. Even as I please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. 
Be followers of me, even as I also am of Yeshua. Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things, and keep the ordinances as I delivered them to you. Psalm 34, 11-22 Come, you children, hearken to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to them that are of a broken heart, and saves such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Proverbs 21, 14-16 A gift in secret pacifies anger, and a reward in the bosom strong wrath. It is joy to the just to do judgment, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The man that wanders out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. I'd like to speak to you today from our Torah portion, and then we're going to jump into the Brit Hadashah, 1 Corinthians 10. And there are two verses from today's Torah portion that I really want to unpack and look at it in a deep dive way. And that is Deuteronomy 22, verses 9 through 11. You shall not sow your vineyard with a second kind of seed, else the crop from the seed you have sown, and the yield of the vineyard may not be used. You shall not plow with an ox and a donkey together. You shall not wear cloth combining wool and linen. So basically the principle here is not to mix different species. Not to that there should stay away from mixture. Don't mix wool with linen. They cancel each other out. They both have a very high frequency. But when you mix them together and you wear one item of linen and the other item is wool, it cancels each other out. And, you know, if you're going to plow a field with two animals, don't use an ox and a donkey together. Use two oxen or use two donkeys. And verse 9, don't mix your vineyard with the second kind of a crop of a different species. Now, why is this important and why is God giving us this instruction? The essence of Babylon is mixture. And, in fact, when you look at that word in the Hebrew, Babylon, it does mean mixture. And so 
When there's mixture, it's a contamination, it's a pollution, it's a defilement. For example, when Moses was up on the Mount Sinai getting the Ten Commandments, the people quickly wandered away and got into idolatry and they built themselves the golden calf. And they called the golden calf, that's Yahweh. That's Yahweh. That's the one who got us out of Egypt. And so that would often happen. They would worship Yahweh. And they would worship other gods. This same idea or principle is also found in today's reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 20 and 21. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that you have fellowship with devils. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. God hates mixture. Um, It's the same idea of in Revelation, it talks about, you know, you're neither hot nor cold, but you're lukewarm. I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. In other words, either be hot, on fire, passionate for the Lord, all in, or be cold. But don't be lukewarm. Don't sit on the fence. Don't do this mixture of mixing hot and cold together. Now you're lukewarm. Now I want to bring it home to what's going on today in our world. We're all living in this new COVID pandemic world. And basically, at the heart of these vaccines, it's mixture. So the Pfizer And the Moderna vaccines have mRNA technology in them. And the mRNA contained within the serum is designed to go in. And the mRNA talks to the DNA in your body and reprograms it. It's like a a software update, so to speak, for your cells at the DNA level. And it tells your DNA to produce the spike protein, and the spike protein is what causes all of the illness and the symptoms. And so this is mixture. This is changing your DNA code that was written and designed by the very hand of God. It's mixture. And the mixture is an abomination in God's eyes. He does not want our DNA to be rewritten. He doesn't like mixture. And so That's a biblical principle as to why not to get this jab. Who are we to rewrite our DNA that was designed by the hand of God, and now the immune system is compromised, and all kinds of negative vaccine side effects and adverse events are happening as a result of this massive global vaccination initiative and and directive that's going forth. By the way, if you would like more information on COVID-19 treatments and all things COVID, uh, just great resources that are hard to find, difficult to find, that I'm making available, PDFs for uh, protocols for uh, if you get COVID, how do you treat yourself at home? Um, a rapid virus recovery protocol written by Dr. Thomas Levy. Um, uh, 
a COVID-19 roundtable with 14 world-renowned MDs discussing the COVID situation and the vaccine and what are their concerns. That's all can be found on my website, bridgeconnectorministries.com. That's bridgeconnectorministries.com. And then on the navigation menu, click on War Room Report. War Room Report. So there's a lot of great information there. Um, rapid virus recovery protocol, home COVID-19 home remedies and treatments, um, the roundtable of the 14 doctors and how to contact an MD through America's Frontline Doctors if someone has COVID and they need to get a hold of a doctor so they can get a hold of hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. It's all there on that page. So that's bridgeconnectorministries.com and then click on the War Room Report. So now I want to jump into Psalm 34 and look at verses 17 through 19. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to them that are of a broken heart and saves such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but Yahweh delivers him out of them all. Abba, I thank you for these words of hope and promise. You are El Roy. You are the God who sees all. You see the unique individual situation of each person who is listening today. You see what affliction, difficulty, or trial they might be going through. I thank you, Father, that you hear their cry and you deliver them, each and every one, out of their troubles. I thank you, Father, that you are near to them when we have a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And Abba, sometimes we understand now that when we go through a trial or a difficulty or something that is very painful, one of the main purposes is to kind of break through the hard places in our heart, to break up the fallow ground, to plow the soil in our heart, to make our heart soft and tender, and then water that soil with tears so that you can do something new and fresh. And I pray that you would do that in each and every one of us, Father, as we spend time alone with you in our prayer closet. Would you allow us to have a broken heart and a contrite spirit? May we be humble before you, and may we be quick to repent. Our eyes are upon you, and we thank you that even in the midst of our afflictions, you deliver us out of them all. We love you, we bless you, and we praise you. In Yeshua's name, amen. Yeah, yeah, 
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>